This is Voices of Public Health, the JSI podcast. Hello, and welcome to everyone tuning in with us today. My name is Kate Bagshaw, and I'm a technical officer working with JSI's Immunization Center for the past four years. I'm here with our colleagues from Building Capacities for Better Health in Africa, also known as BCH Africa. With us today, we have Chief Dominique Konji Konji, who is the director of BCH Africa in Cameroon, and Ashidi Asanga Zaks, a senior nurse educator and communication technical expert with BCH Africa in Cameroon. Combined, they have over 60 years of experience working with the Ministry of Health in Cameroon, as well as community-based organizations on areas such as tuberculosis, malaria, HIV AIDS, Ebola, community health, and immunization, just to name a few. Both Dominique and Ashidi have been working with JSI to support the expanded program on immunization in Cameroon to introduce the HPV vaccine to nine-year-old girls. Today, we are going to talk about the HPV vaccine introduction with a special focus on how the HPV vaccine introduction is different than previous new vaccine introductions and how advocacy, communication, and social mobilization plays a vital role in the success of the HPV program. Dominique and Ashidi, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. We are very glad to be part of this uh, recording of postcast recording on uh, HPV introduction in Cameroon. It's an opportunity for us to share our experience, what we've done uh, with you with your support. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Kate, for this podcast on HPV introduction in Cameroon. Uh, we would like to share our experiences uh, for this uh, HPV vaccine rollout in Cameroon. Thank you. Thank you, Dominique and Ashidi. Let's get started. So the first thing I would be interested in asking you both is how did you find your passion for immunization? Was there a specific moment in your uh, career where you realized that you really cared about it? Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I think it's around the 80s, precisely in 1965, 1966, that uh, I was a young young staff in the Ministry of Public Health, and that the WHO launched at that time, uh, 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 1986, as the African uh, Immunization Year. And uh, this made sure make that many countries were working on immunization and uh, everyone was uh, doing something and we were students and we, we had to, to, to be interested in it. And then when I went to my BSc uh, 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 diploma, I, I decided to, to write my dissertation on immunization. And then as from that time, I was very interested and I continued up to today. As for me, uh, Kate, uh, I think that I've been a, a, a supervisor for uh, vaccination programs in Cameroon for quite a long time. And uh, this also uh, uh, goes also to the training of communities uh, on immunization throughout uh, for more than 15 years. So uh, uh, my passion for immunization was is very good and interesting, and I had to meet uh, you know a lot of uh, experiences on the field, especially dealing with the community. Thanks, Dominique and Ashidi. 
Dominique, actually, I did not know that you wrote your dissertation on immunization. That's pretty impressive. Um, I was wondering if you can both now, uh, given, given you have a very long history, if you can, you can tell me a bit more about your specific roles now in supporting immunization. Ashidi, let's start with you. Okay, kid, uh, my, my specific role now is uh, get towards, uh, you know, the communication aspect in, uh, in, in immunization, where we, where I, I do uh, uh, train uh, uh, those in the field on the communication aspects, social mobilization, and uh, uh, to see to it that uh, they carry out what is required to have or to achieve success. So uh, I have been doing the, this role for quite some time now, and. Uh, uh, I, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of uh, colleagues have uh, had some gain in uh, what I have been doing, in uh, what information I've been passing to them, and uh, on how communication is, is to be done uh, during immunization. Well, I, I, I've been, uh, I've moved from uh, uh, an immunization catalyst in Cameroon and in Africa to be today an immunization champion. Uh, I've been working for many years for immunization, particularly communication for immunization in many countries in Africa with UNICEF and other institutions. And now that we are back in Cameroon working with my NGO, we are now doing a lot on training of human resource on, on immunization and supporting the Ministry of Health and many other uh, ministries on, on this. So uh, I'm very, very uh, happy to be working on, still working on immunization in Cameroon and uh, in Africa. Thanks, Ashidi and Dominique. So we've established, it's very clear that you have a very long background in supporting immunization programs, a breadth of experience. And I think this leads me to my next question, which is really about, um, you know, your experience in supporting multiple new vaccine introductions in Cameroon. And my specific question is how has introducing the HPV vaccine been different than other new vaccine introductions? So Dominique, let's start with you. What are some of the things that you that you note are, are different about these about the HPV vaccine introduction? Well, the main difference is the fact that uh, the EPI program had uh, uh, specifically one target. The main target of the EPI program was children under one year, let's say from zero to 11 months. And then for, uh, this is for routine immunization. And then for campaigns, we were moving to children under five years for immunization for polio, for instance. And this is the first time that the program had to introduce a vaccine that is targeting adolescent adolescent girls of nine years. So this new target of the API program is uh, the, 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 what was specific and particular and challenging. And uh, introducing this vaccine that targets girls of nine years was so challenging that we, we had to, to see, uh, uh, to, to deploy innovative communication strategies to empower the girls and the parents and then also very, very important 
to engage new audiences and partners for HPV vaccine acceptance and uptake. I think this is the main uh, innovation in the introduction of uh, AP, uh, HPV vaccine in Cameroon and even in many countries in the world. Thanks, Dominique. Um, I have a I have a follow up question to that. So when you were talking about engaging new partners um, in the HPV vaccine introduction, who in particular did you work with when you were preparing for the introduction in Cameroon? Well, we had to work with, with relevant stakeholders uh, 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 in this uh, introduction of new vaccine. For instance, the Ministry <laughs> of Education. Uh, it's where these young girls go to school in this uh, ministry. You have the uh, cancer program that is, in fact, fighting against cancer in, in the country. And the, 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 this cancer that's concerned was also, the, the, the cancer program was concerned, so they had to be involved in this, in this work. But also you have all these professional associations like the, the, the gynecologist association, the pediatrician association, the nurse association, all these uh, associations were targeted to be part of this uh, uh, introduction. And also I don't, I'm not forgetting the NGOs uh, and uh, associations uh, uh, had to be to be uh, involved, but this is what we thought had to be done, but it was not successfully done. I think we'll talk about later. Thanks, Dominique. Ashidi, I have a question for you. Actually, following up on something that Dominique said just now, he was talking about how the fact that um, because the it's a, a new population, it's nine-year-old girls, that the you had to think of some different ways of reaching the girls with communications and empowering them and their families to make decisions about the vaccine. And given your background on uh, communications and community engagement, I was wondering if you could speak to a little bit some of the things that were different um, in terms of your preparation um, and the development of, for example, your communication strategy and key messages this time that you may not have normally, you may not have done previously with, with infants, for example, when it comes to um, advocacy work. So over to you. Thank you, Kate. I think HPV uh, introduction in Cameroon was, uh, in fact, was an, an, an innovation. And uh, the presence of uh, GSI as a, a, a technical assistant uh, went a long way to boost, you know, the communication aspect of uh, the EPI. Uh, the you know that we, we we are talking about a new target, which are, which are girls, uh, uh, nine-year-old girls, and uh, we. We, we had to really start by, you know, visiting all the sectors that are concerned. And this was boosted up by, you know, the, the, uh, uh, an official of uh, GSI from headquarters in the U.S. who came. And we did go from office, from one office to another to talk about this introduction, which was very, very important. Because we visited all the key partners of uh, the EPI, that's uh, the WHO, UNICEF, UNFPA, etc. Uh, 
And uh, I, I think with that, the, it was taken uh, to be a, a very serious issue, that uh, especially at the, the, the Minister of Basic Education, where these girls uh, were, to, were to be vaccinated and they were to, you know, write letters and uh, uh, give information about it to the various uh, regions, uh, 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 delegates of education and so on and so forth. So uh, the, the, the HPV vaccine introduction in Cameroon uh, was, I mean, I think it was uh, uh, really, really uh, near successful but for some challenges that we'll discuss later on. Thank you, Ashidi. So moving on, speaking of speaking of challenges, we're, we're referencing them and we're, we're gonna get into it. So um, one of the key challenges, one of the sort of uh, bigger, bigger ones, maybe an elephant in the room, um, as we might like to say, is that Cameroon, um, also introduced the HPV vaccine during the COVID-19 pandemic. So that added some additional challenges in terms of your preparation and uh, the rollout of the vaccine. Can you speak to how COVID-19 affected your preparation to the act for the introduction itself and its reception within the community? And Dominique, let's start with you. Well, Kate, uh, we faced two situations. The first situation is the fact that rumors and misinformation invaded the population before the implementation of the communication plan. We, we, we didn't really anticipate. And this was the first challenge. And then the second is the, the emergence of, or the emergence of, uh, of COVID-19. COVID and when COVID-19 emerged into our society, in our, in our community in Cameroon, it was a very, very, let's say a drama for the population because we were talking about uh, trying to, to design the crisis communication to convince the population that the misinformation that we, they were receiving were, were false, were not good information. And then when COVID-19 came, it's let's say uh, it's weird. we couldn't we couldn't function as normal because in fact we had at the same time to work on communication for COVID nineteen, so there is a competing uh, situation, uh, uh, communicating for HPV introduction with all the rumors and all these, and then secondly now trying to do communication for COVID nineteen. It was a bit confusing, but very, very challenging. Uh, and uh, I think uh, uh, this was a, a, a very a situation, a very difficult situation for us. But I think uh, with the time, we went through the crisis communication that was designed and that we made sure the population understand that we are facing two situations, the vaccination for prevention, to prevent cancer, uh, the, the, the cancer, uh, and then uh, trying to work on COVID-19, that was an emergency. It was really challenging. Thank you, Dominique. Ashidi, do you have anything that you would like to add to what Dominique shared? Yeah, thank you, Kate. Uh, I think uh, 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 Chief Dominique has uh, 
really put on, uh, you know, the very important point. But, uh, you, you know, uh, before the COVID a pandemic, many people were hesitant to receive not only HPV vaccines, but some other vaccines. So there had been a lot of conspiracy stories about uh, uh, the, the vaccines in general and so on. So when we came to for the introduction of the HPV vaccine in Cameroon, these uh, uh, conspiracy theories heightened, and uh, we had to take time to, you know, to, to communicate to uh, the, the populace about uh, the importance of this vaccine. And then was still again when the, the, the pandemic itself came. Because uh, we should have had this, but for that uh, we, there was uh, Cameroon delayed a bit for the introduction. And because if we did it, we shouldn't have come uh, uh, to, to the advent of uh, coming together with COVID-19. Uh, COVID because you rightly know that we were supposed to introduce this HPV vaccine in, in, by, by the end of 2018. But uh, things could not move because of uh, certain irregularities. So uh, the, the COVID-19 pandemic played a very big, uh, 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 you know, delayance or in the acceptance of uh, uh, our HPV rollout. Thanks, Ashidi. So it's it sounds um, based on what you and Dominique were sharing with us. It sounds, I mean, it sounds really challenging. It sounds like there is a convergence of many things at the same time. Of course, an unprecedented, um, you know, pandemic at least in, in our lifetimes to um, try and and address, and that happened at the same time. But then, as you mentioned. Um, Ashidi, ongoing and, and previously existing challenges within the, the system, or at least in terms of community acceptance and uptake of vaccine that also affected um, the, the rollout. So there's, there's, there are many challenges. Um, and, you know, I think we all know that, that challenges will, we will continue <laughs> to face challenges. <laughs> um, so with that, with that being said, I'd like to maybe focus on some of the potential, some opportunities that we have maybe moving forward and thinking about, in your opinion, Dominique and Ashidi, what are, for example, two things that you think the national um, HPV immunization program needs to think about moving forward in order to strengthen it and make sure it's successful. So Ashidi, let's start with you and we'll follow up with Dominique. Over to you. I think uh, the one of the first uh, uh, thing that the, the EPI program has to do is, you know, the, we, we had a lot of competing priorities uh, 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 during this uh, HPV uh, uh, introduction because uh, uh, the, 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 there was uh, the, the polio and the measles regional campaigns that were also taking place. So this really compromised the HPV vaccine introduction. So I think that the program 
uh, in future should try as much as possible to avoid all this uh, competing uh, uh, priority. And then uh, the program was so much uh, uh, having lack of finances to start up its program. One of the things, most important issue about, uh, also about this HPV vaccine was the program, the EPI program had no financing. So they had to uh, waste a lot of time. There wasn't a time, I mean, it, 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 in, to produce a document, we need to wait for a very long time before uh, the activities could be, begin. So that was a very big challenge. And uh, we think that in future, if all, all these, these two items that I've enumerated, if they are tackled at the beginning of any introduction early enough, I think that uh, uh, whatever uh, rollout they want to introduce for any vaccine, it will go on successfully. Well, what I think is that uh, what we've learned, what we've learned from this experience, it's the fact that uh, the program and that we can advise, we can give some advice to the program, is that the program needs to uh, uh, empower, empower primary, secondary, and tertiary targets of immunization. And uh, particularly for as, as far as uh, HPV vaccine is, is concerned. This is very important. The, the program needs to strengthen community, com the, community communi the communication component of the EPI program. It's very important because uh, if we don't empower, if we don't communicate, if we don't anticipate, if we don't work with the primary audiences, we don't work with the secondary and the tertiary with advocacy, it will be difficult. It's the first thing. The second is the program has to promote, really promote partnership. We have many stakeholders that are needing to work with the API program, but the program has to bring them inside and work with them, work together with them so that we have an impact. And then we need to promote community participation and local ownership and autonomy. Very important. We have traditional uh, uh, rulers, we have religious rulers who are interested and want to be empowered and want to play their own role. And it's the program that has to do this, to give them the way, to give them the power to do what they are able to do. And then, uh, Mr. Ashidi said, it's, there is a need to mobilize sufficient national and international resources for planning and implementation. I think vaccines are not sufficient for an introduction. Gabi will provide vaccine and, and other technical assistance, but when there is insufficient means, resources, technical, let's say human resource and financial resource for communication, I think, it's a weakness that has to be solved. Thank you, Dominique and Ashidi. That's really interesting and partially answers my next question, but I 
am going to ask it anyway <laughs> and want us to play a game where we pretend that we what we know now we knew way back when when we started to think about preparing for the the national HPV introduction in Cameroon and I'm wondering if there is anything um, now that you've gone through the introduction if there's anything that has surprised you now that the country has introduced that maybe um, you would like to share with other countries who are preparing to introduce the HPV vaccine in the future. So Dominique, let's start with you. Well, what shocked me, I think, is uh, the, the, the resistance of the, the religious leaders of Catholic Church and some uh, Muslim associations. Uh, I was very surprised to, 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 to notice, to note that uh, these religious leaders uh, didn't uh, support the EPV, HPV vaccination introduction and even decided that this vaccine should not be introduced in their, in their uh, uh, places. And in fact, it's not a, or the whole Catholic Church in Cameroon, no, it's some dioceses, I think three dioceses where this, this, they decided that it should not be introduced. This was a big problem. And I think for we need to work hard. Other countries that have to introduce this vaccine should know that the religious leaders, the traditional leaders, are people who are there to be engaged right at the beginning, at the onset of the, of the, 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 the introduction. Uh, introduce, uh, make sure they are there. The second one is the fact that there was not uh, an unanimous, let's say, uh, uh, acceptance of this vaccine among the scientific, the scientific, the, let's say, the scientists of uh, the, the medicine and public health. You see, for instance, the 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 the, the, the bishop that was the first to refuse uh, that uh, HPV vaccine should be introduced in his, uh, in his place uh, was a, a, a medical doctor, a, a scientist, uh, uh, who is a lecturer in public health uh, school, you see. So uh, there is a need, I think there is a need that they bring together all stakeholders, multi-sectoral, they bring people together to discuss together just right at the beginning to discuss, to, to agree on what has to be done and so that everyone goes to inform, give the same information to the population. And I want to draw your attention on the fact that even uh, this, the fact that they want to introduce the COVID-19 vaccine, in fact, if this is not done, we will face the same problems. If we do the top down, the top-down approach, decide, a group of people decide at central level and then they say, go and vaccinate, they will, will uh, once again uh, be facing this type of refusal. And I think we have to do something on that. Thanks, Dominique. And Ashidi, do you have anything you'd like to add? What was surprising to you now that you've introduced that you maybe wish you knew before or that can offer um, some advice to other countries. Advocacy is very important. And uh, we will recognize that in the Cameroon context, we, we contacted the parliament later on, instead of the beginning. 
You see, the point where uh, uh, the EPI uh, main partners went to the parliament and spoke about HPV vaccine was very, very encouraging. So, I mean, if this was done prior to the introduction, long, I mean, a uh, long time before, I think that uh, the, the uh, people must have had time to digest the information and then uh, they also give time for the parliamentarians to go to their various uh, 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 constituencies and talk to their people. But you, we in, in Cameroon, we, 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 we met them a little bit late, midway inside. The, the, uh, I mean, after the introduction had taken place and uh, the, 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 saying the problem of COVID and so, so on, uh, the, uh, the, the parliamentarians had not had enough time to go back to the constituencies and talk about this. So in, 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 my advice that I would give is that uh, if some countries want to, you know, introduce this vaccine or some other one, we should try to involve everybody at the start. We, I mean, a couple of months before, so that the information is now given to the population, so that when we want to introduce, everybody knows about it. So I think uh, uh, the idea of uh, uh, meeting the people's representative uh, good, good in time will make sure that uh, the populace uh, welcome the idea of any introduction of any vaccine, because they are the mouthpieces of their communities. Thank you, Ashidi. Um, lots of lessons to be learned during this introduction. And I, I think it's been, you know, really interesting and, um, and that there's a lot that we can learn from this to grow in the HPV program itself, but maybe also potentially to grow for, to apply to other life course vaccinations in, in the future, meaning other vaccines. Um, beyond the beyond those that we give to children um, under two years of age. So with that being said, um, and, and sort of looping back to one of our overarching challenges faced this year with the HPV introduction, is the, the COVID-19 pandemic. And Cameroon, um, like many countries, um, all countries are gearing up to for the COVID-19 vaccine introduction hopefully sometime later this year. And I'm wondering if in your opinion, if there are any lessons learned from the HPV vaccine introduction that you think could be useful to apply to the COVID-19 vaccine introduction and the preparations for that. Um, Ashidi, let's, let's start with you and then Dominique, how about you follow up after Ashidi? So Ashidi. Yeah, thanks Kate. I think uh, with, with, with the, the, the COVID-19 vaccine introduction, which we're hoping that it might be done this year in Cameroon. The challenges that we have had introducing HPV vaccine must be taken into consideration before uh, this vaccine is introduced. You know that there have been, I've never seen a vaccine where there have been a lot of conspiracy theories about. I mean, day in, day out, you have information from the uh, social media 
talking about COVID-19 vaccine. And uh, there are some that when you read, you, 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 you are scared. But uh, in order to challenge this, there must be a robust, you know, a, a communication plan for uh, the, the COVID-19 vaccine introduction. And uh, we think that if this is going to be introduced, lessons learned from HPV vaccine, which in fact was not uh, uh, most spoken about, there were some hesitancies about it and so on. But with this one that is coming, we need to really communicate to the populace what it, it, it exactly is. And uh, when we want to give it, we must make the population know about it. We must involve everybody from the least person to the highest person on, uh, in, in, in Cameroon. And we have seen in other countries that have been that are already taking the vaccine and so on, and we 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 love the way you know this is being done right from the top, from the presidents to the ministers and so on. That gives you know uh, uh, it drives away fear from people. So when we're when we are going to introduce the COVID nineteen vaccine in our countries, I think uh, 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 advocacy has to be geared towards the, 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 the most important, significant figures in the, that country. Well, Kate, uh, what I've noticed with all this, my uh, experience in immunization in Africa and Cameroon, is that the populations are usually reluctant to innovations that seem to be imposed from abroad or from the international community. This does not mean that they don't accept what is proposed, but it's that we need in our country, in our countries, when we want to introduce an innovation, be, it can be an innovation from the country itself, or an innovation that is international, we need to bring all the stakeholders together to make sure they understand, they own it. They own it before they go and talk to their population. And this is the problem we had with HPV. People were sending or diffusing false messages in the social media because of what was done in other countries. And then in our country, we didn't bring people together, these people, the stakeholders are together to discuss with them, take decisions so that they become champions or catalysts. We didn't do it. And now that we want to introduce, let's say, this COVID vaccine, it's the same thing. People have started saying, what are they saying? What are they saying? What are they going to do? We are waiting for them here. And I've already written to the Ministry of Public Health, telling them that now that you are conceiving, you are working on this, it's the time 
to bring together the other stakeholders, scientific and the others, religious, to tell them this is what is being done at international level. And it concerns us too. What do you think? We have to introduce the vaccine. Are you, do you agree? Yes. So how are we going to do it together at that strategic level? We are not doing it, but I think we have to do so. If we don't do like that and we impose it, it will have, we will face the same difficulties. This is what I think. And I think I've already written something to those who are in charge of immunization at central level. Thank you. Thanks, Dominique. Thanks, Ashidi. I think, you know, you have some great insights there. And um, I'm hopeful that um, moving forward, that this is just one of many, the HPV vaccine introduction is just one of many lessons learned that can help with COVID vaccine introduction and, and other introductions of vaccines later on. We continue to build and build on our experiences and learning to make it even more successful moving forward. And um, I think that that's definitely possible in the case of Cameroon. Um, I think my, I have one final question for both of you. Um, and it's circling back, or, circling back around to um, your personal involvement and in the HPV vaccine introduction. And I was wondering if both of you would like to share um, just your thoughts on how your life has been affected by, by this work and by the HPV vaccine introduction in Cameroon. So Dominique, over to you. So uh, to summarize is to say uh, thank you, GSI, for have given us the opportunity, us is Dominique, Chief Dominique Konji Konji and BCH Africa, to have given us this opportunity to provide technical assistance for, on your behalf to the introduction of this vaccine in country, in our country. Thank you very much for that. I'm very glad and very delighted. It was a very good experience and I hope we'll have an opportunity to continue. Thank you very much, Kate. It's a pleasure. And I think we'll have to continue to work together. You don't know, but it was very, very good experience working with you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. Uh, in fact, we learned a lot. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Voices of Public Health, the JSI podcast.